Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston, and I guess the thing I have to do is apologize for not being on the air here for a while. Uh, as I said in my last broadcast, I ended up with COVID, and I got over COVID pretty quick. It was pretty mild, but I ended up with this cough, and this cough lasted, oh, God, I don't know, four or five weeks, and uh, I just couldn't talk properly, so I put off doing the show. But I am back. I've got a little tiny bit of a cough left, but I think I can get through this show uh, without too much coughing anyway, so hopefully that won't bother anybody. All right, I am doing this live. If you happen to be listening live, I haven't announced this today other than just a quick post I just put on Facebook that said I'm going live now. So if you happen to be listening and you want to call in, the number is 323-870-3968. That's 323 Seven zero three nine six eight. Now, what I'd like to do for this show is, well, before I actually get to that, just a couple of quick, quick announcements here. Uh, the first announcement being that uh, my seminar, uh, my stone tile inspection and troubleshooting seminar is coming up in Las Vegas next year, January 22nd through January 26th. And a couple of new things we added. We, uh, I happen to find a quarry just outside of Vegas. It's about 30 minutes outside of Vegas, and it's a meta quartzite quarry. And I've arranged for a quarry tour, not only a tour of the quarry, which is pretty awesome because we did that this year back in January, but also their uh, processing facility. They they do all their own fabrication. So really, really interesting. Uh, we spent uh, a good part of the day in the middle of the week uh, doing that. Uh, it's a really cool area going to be a little chilly out there in January, but so wear your coat. It's it, it's pretty cool. Uh, we got to see some wild horses and uh, some wild wildlife on the way up to the quarry since it's a, uh, quite a bit of ways from the uh, actual processing facility. But it's definitely, it, it, as I said, and uh, I think I've said this before, but it's kind of like my Disneyland. Uh, it was really, really cool. So uh, definitely worth that alone uh, other than the seminar. Now, I've had people ask me, you know, Fred, I don't want to really be an inspector, so what will this seminar provide for me? And I sent out an email blast, and I'm not going to read it uh, verbatim here, but I'll give you the highlights. And if you haven't gotten my email on why you should attend this seminar, let me just kind of highlight it and then just send me an email. My email address is fhuston, that's F-H-U-E-S. T-O-N at gmail.com, and I'll send you this. But uh, the highlights are basically this, enhanced experience, 
problem-solving skills, quality assurance, networking opportunities, stay updated, professional development, problem prevention, customer satisfaction, legal and liability knowledge, continuous improvement, of course, the field trip to the stone quarry, um, certification, if you choose to be certified. Now, you don't have to be certified if you don't want to attend this class, but everyone so far has actually taken the, uh, taken the class. So if you're looking for certification, you have legal credibility, competitive advantage, quality assurance, expert recognition, and uh, legal requirements, obviously, uh, if you're certified. So uh, rather than boring you with all the details, I advise you that if you want to attend this seminar, to feel free to go ahead and give me a call. Uh, my cell phone number is 323-514-6845. You can get more information on the class at stoneforensics.com. Just click on the training tab, and there's a whole outline outline there, uh, as well as some, um, uh, I guess, recommendations or uh, what do they call that? Um, not recommendations, but uh, testimonials. I knew I'd find the right word, testimonials. So anyway... Um, since the last show, I've gotten a ton of ton of questions and some really interesting questions. Oh, and that brings me to the second announcement. I am now up to over 260 articles on my website at Stone Forensics, ranging all kinds of things. And one of the articles uh, that I just posted came about from a question that was posed on uh, the Stone Restoration Group in Facebook. If you're not a member of that and you're in Stone Restoration or Fabrication or even Installer, it's a really uh, great people on there. They're not going to bash you, at least so far. Everybody's been really kind uh, with their responses. But one of the questions that came up was, can a water softener damage my stone surfaces? And I decided that I would uh, take off my stone inspection hat and put on my chemistry hat and kind of give you um, some of the issues that I've, that I've found with soft water and explain. The, the basic answer is yes, soft water can damage both marble and limestone surfaces. Not necessarily granite, although that's also questionable, and we'll get into that here in a minute. But uh, in order to understand that, first we need to understand how a water softener works. A water softener first of all, works by exchanging mineral ions. So if you have a, a water softener and you have really hard water, which means you have a lot of calcium, potassium, and magnesium, as well as some other salts, your water softeners tend to use salt. And what happens is those ions are exchanged for that sodium. So what ends up happening is you have water that's high in sodium. And I'll get into the exact amount of sodium here in a minute. But this is what we call an ion exchange water softener. And that can cause a slew of problems with marble and limestone because what happens is when you have no minerals, which essentially is what's happening with your soft water, in your water, it's going to try to leach the minerals out of the stone. So marble and limestone being, you know, calcium, dolomite, uh, it's going to want to leach those chemicals out of there. So I've seen everything from just an overall dulling of the surface and this doesn't only apply to showers. This also applies to swimming pools, pool surrounds, uh, exterior uh, tile, uh, stone, marble and limestone tile if you're using soft water to wash it away. So soft water can, can, can be extremely dangerous. So I've written a whole article on that. And all you have to do is go to my website, Stone Forensics, and you will see that I talk about 
the softening cycle, talk about backwash, how it regenerates, how the water softener actually regenerates, how it increases the amount of sodium in the water. And I'll get to this question. And this question is, how many parts per million do you typically find that a sodium that's released in a water softener? And of course, this is, this is going to depend on how hard the water is. There's a bunch of factors involved. But generally, you're looking at about 15 to 50 milligrams of sodium, or sometimes you'll use potassium. Uh, instead of sodium chloride, they'll use potassium chloride. Well, potassium can be just as dangerous because it can crystallize in the pores in the pores of the stone. So, all right. So that's my two cents when it comes to softening uh, softening of water. So, what about the opposite? What about hard water? Well, hard water obviously can also damage. You guys out there in the stone restoration business, installers that do showers have seen, you know, calcium buildup on stone. Now, I'm not talking about efflorescence. Efflorescence is a whole different, a whole different animal, a whole different ball game. But when you get hard water deposits, you know, calcium, magnesium, hard water deposits, that's generally from hard water. So, so what's the equilibrium? You know, how how do you how do you deal with a customer that, you know, has a hard water situation, but uh, they're going to install a water softener. And I've done that. I've actually recommended, well, maybe we should install a water softener. Um, you really want to take a look at the water quality. And you really want to take a look at the type of soft water systems that are out there. There are all kinds of soft water systems. Some of them use no salts. Now, I'm not a water softener expert, so I'm not here to give you advice on that. But I would be extremely careful when it comes to the type of water softener that you're going to use, especially those that use ion exchange uh, using sodium chloride, because that can run into a whole slew of problems. So again, um, look at your chemistry. Now, there are some other things in chemistry uh, that you need to consider as well that can that can be a detriment to uh, to, to marble, stone, and granite, et cetera. And as a matter of fact, I've just completed a chapter in my new upcoming manual on stone refinishing um, and maintenance that is going to be coming out shortly. It's currently being edited. It's a thick book. Uh, those of you that remember my stone refinishing Bible from back in the 1990s, this is uh, 10 times better than that. A lot of information in there. Um, the chemistry section is 22 pages long. And I will put this offer out there. If you want a rough copy, and I, I again, I want to say it's a rough draft of that chemistry section, just send me an email. I'll be more than happy to send it to you because when this manual is said and done, the e-version is going to be free to everyone out there. Anyone that asks for it, it's going to be free. That's my contribution to the industry. It'll be a free manual unless you want a printed version. Of course, I'm not going to put out the money uh, for the printed version. But if you want a printed version, uh, I'd be more than happy to uh, sell you a printed version. But the e-copy is going to be absolutely free when it comes out. So stay tuned here. Watch for my email. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about cleaning chemistry uh, basics or, or basics when it comes to, um, you know, stone and stone in general. And this can apply to any of you guys out there, whether, again, you're uh, a, a stone mason, a stone restoration guy, uh, simply just cleaning stone surfaces, a installer or even a, even a fabricator. Now, I'm not going to get into the details because I don't want to bore you to death because it's in this document, but let me kind of highlight what's in this document and discuss some of the interesting things that, that I put in this particular chapter. Obviously, there's a pH scale. I'm going to talk about the pH. I go into in depth what pH is and how it affects stone surfaces. 
I also talk about what water and solvent-based chemicals, and we, we got a whole little couple of paragraphs on solvent-based chemicals and how they react. I talk about the, uh, the chemistry of solvents in this chapter, how stone cleaners work, how your surfactants work. These are what you find in your neutral cleaners. Uh, talk about all types of surfactants. But one of the things I put in this chapter, and I, I thought was kind of interesting, is a number of years ago I was doing a seminar one of my stone and tile inspection seminars that I talked about in the beginning of this uh, broadcast. And uh, a question came up, can you make water wetter? And this, this led into a, a lengthy debate, I would say, amongst the students in this particular class is, can you make water wetter? And I, I actually done some quite a bit of research in this. And uh, the answer is not a simple yes or no. If you're looking at pure water, you have to look at uh, you know, what, what we call uh, the the hydrophilic, the water attracting and hydrophobic water repelling properties of water itself, right? So you can actually make water more attractive by adding a surfactant. This is why we use, you know, soaps. This is why we use neutral cleaners in the stone industry. So in that sense, yes, you can make water wetter, but pure water is pure water. This is what is this going to get? But if you add a surfactant, you actually increase that that attraction. Uh, and that attraction actually makes the water wetter if you want to use that. So I've got a whole chapter, well, not a whole chapter, but a, a quite a lengthy discussion a discussion on that. Of course, water hardness is discussed there. Um, the other thing I discuss in this chapter is the difference between cold and, and hot water. And any of you that have any gotten any advice from me, uh, when you're, especially when you're, you're stripping finishes or any kind of um, finish off off a, off a stone. Uh, floor or countertop or whatever, I'm always saying use hot water. And the reason, just to give you the brief explanation, is that hot water increases the molecular activity of, of the chemical in there. So hot water will always make it work better, which is why I always recommend hot water. So there's a whole chapter on there to talk about the chemistry of hot water, the chemistry of cold water. Um, I also talk about the advances in stone uh, chemistry, stone cleaning chemistry, because there are some new things out there. Uh, pure water is one of the things that are, are being used and basically uses uh, what we call electrospraying or electrostatic, uh, where water, and I get into this in quite a bit of detail, but water is run over a, a, a grid and it separates it out and makes it makes dirt and oil be attracted to the to the separation of water and uh, they have automatic scrubbers for this whatever but I get into that and uh, in quite a bit of detail I also talk about what what are called chelating agents and chelating agents actually bind up whatever agent you're using for example there are chelating agents out there that'll bind up iron so if you have a lot of iron in your water that'll actually bind the iron up so I get into that and talk about that and quite a quite a difference uh, bleach I talk about bleach a little bit simply because um, a lot of people use bleach as a disinfectant. There are other alternatives. Uh, oxalic acid, the chemistry of oxalic acid. You guys in the stone refinishing business know what that is because you use that in a lot of your polishing powders. Of course, we talk about acids and vinegar being used on stone surfaces. Um, now, let's see, what else do we cover in this? Uh, uh, there's an article here on technology and stone cleaners and ceilings, unveiling the treats of stone restoration uh, cleaners. Unveiling the science of these new nanochemicals, and I think I talked about that in one of my previous uh, previous um, um, 
broadcast. So you can go back and, and look at that. So that's what I wanted to discuss today. Now, I have a few more minutes here. If you want to jump in, the phone number here, and if you're listening live, obviously, the phone number is 323-870-3968. I will go to an ad here, give you a couple minutes to call in if you're listening live, and I'll be back with some closing remarks. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains, Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tough Skin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with their proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. All righty, folks. To sum things up, if you want a copy of the... uh, uh, that chapter, again, the rough draft of that chapter, just go ahead and send me an email, F Houston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com, and I'll get you a copy of that. The manual will be out hopefully soon. Um, I don't know if it'll be out this year, but probably get it out next year. There's a lot of editing. There's a lot of pages. It's going to be huge. So uh, it's going to be the most comprehensive uh, manual or book ever written on, on stone uh, stone refinishing. So uh, definitely. And again, that is going to be free in the e-version to anyone that requests it. I don't care who you are. If you want a free copy of it, I will send you a free copy. And then again, uh, if you plan on attending my seminar next year, it's June, or I'm sorry, January 22nd to the 26th of a quarry tour. You will, that's during stone uh, the stone show out there also. You will have time. Uh, to go to the stone show. We'll finish up early a couple of days and you'll have time to actually explore the stone show at the, at the same time. So if you're going out there for the stone show, definitely you'll want to uh, uh, come, come to the seminar. I limit the number of uh, attendees to 10. Uh, once I reach 10, I cut it off uh, just simply because I like small groups and it's much easier to attend to your individual questions than it is with a whole big group of people. And quite honestly, folks, uh, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing these seminars. I offer this seminar once a year, sometimes twice a year. It's been more like once a year, so uh, you may want to get into it uh, while you can. It's a great seminar, and I'm not just saying that because I teach it. I have a couple of guest speakers come in as well, uh, and uh, it's just it, it's packed with a ton of information, whether you want to be a stone inspector or not. If you're an installer, a fabricator, a restoration guy, a janitor, an architect, a designer, you definitely need to come to this class. And, again, check it out at Stone Forensics. Or give me a call directly at 321-514-6845. That's 321-514-6845. And hopefully uh, this cough is gone. I'll be back uh, uh, again next week, uh, hopefully with a guest this time. So thanks for listening. Until next time, keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, and fabricating those tops. Later, my friends.